You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're chatting with Rachel Chang from Helper's Choice, and they'll be talking a little bit more about their latest survey. And we'll also be talking about uh, ways to improve um, our relationships with our helpers. Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for joining us, Rachel. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, so for some of our listeners who may not be so familiar with Helper's Choice, uh, tell us a little bit more about this unique platform? Uh, Helper Choice is actually an ethical agency in Hong Kong. It was founded in 2012. Um, our goal is simple. We ensure that uh, domestic workers uh, will not have to pay any fees due, during the hiring process, uh, no matter they are uh, already in Hong Kong or before they come into Hong Kong to start their job. We mainly provide two services. One is the um, online platform that allows the uh, uh, employers to find a domestic helper through the direct conversations and interviews. Another service is the uh, visa processing. Uh, we help our, uh, employers to process their helper's visa. Uh, and during these processes, we ensure that uh, the domestic worker don't have to pay any fees and don't have to end up in any financial debt or loan shock. Yeah, that's such a great point. Because a lot of the plight that migrant workers communities face here in Hong Kong is the high agency fee and and the accumulation of debt even before they start to work. Um, I hear of some horrific uh, fees that they have to pay overseas, say back in their home country, um, that they have to pay before they they, they come to Hong Kong. Is that still the practice for for some of the um, for for, for hiring helpers? Uh, For some agency, yes. Uh, I still hearing some stories from the helpers saying that. Or they have to uh, pay for the uh, agency fees or placements fees while and the how monthly much salary. Is it? Yeah, how much um, have you heard? Um, um, uh, because according to Hong Kong law, they cannot charge more than ten percent, but still quite a lot to the helpers, right? Because mm. they only earn like four thousand seven hundred thirty per month. This is actually uh, kind of uh, insane for them to pay everything, right? Yeah, I've heard stories where they yeah, they, they pay a, a lot more, maybe sometimes 10 times their salary uh, to come to Hong Kong because of the training that's involved with, with yeah, those agencies. Yeah, especially for the first timer, they have to pay for tester training. Yes. But uh, in, in Helper Choice, we will ask the employers to cover this fee for the uh, helpers, for the first timer helpers. Yeah. Now I know uh, with, with Helper's Choice, uh, previously you've also worked with various NGOs and charities uh, here in Hong Kong, especially in the, within the migrant communities. And this time you've released your own survey. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your latest survey. What is it on? Um, it is about like, uh, we want to focus on how the end of restriction will affect uh, those domestic workers Christmas plan. Um, we find out like 62.5% haven't been able to go home for more than three years. Yeah, that's crazy. And 18.6% haven't been home for uh, two to three years, uh, which are shocking numbers to us because Imagine that you have to be apart from your families and children for more for for more than three years, right? Um, this feeling is just unbearable. It is very tough with some of these restrictions because I think previously mm-hmm. with the hotel quarantines, um, a lot of uh, some of the stories that I've heard is that uh, helpers had to pay for their own quarantine uh, in hotels if they were unable to get into Penny's Bay, and it can be very expensive uh, because some of the employers uh, maybe they they can't afford to pay it or maybe they, they weren't able to pay or maybe they didn't want to pay it, whatever the reason. It's still a lot of money uh, for the helpers to pay. 
True, and also some employers might fear that uh, during the travel, the domestic worker may get COVID, you know, and then they have to pay extra medical fees for them, maybe in their uh, home country or during the travel or back in Hong Kong. Uh, this really um, prohibit uh, helpers uh, from going home for Christmas or for uh, special days in the past few years. Absolutely, you're right. I think there was a lot of fear involved all round um, because, you know, that there was a fear of the unknown catching COVID and then where would you go catching COVID on the way back um, and then flights changing. It was just, yeah, very complicated. I'm, I think I'm really so glad it's think it's exhausting behind. for everyone, not just the domestic workers, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what else did you find then, Rachel, in your survey? Um, um, we are happy, actually quite happy to see that uh, more than a half, uh, more than a third of respondents actually going home for Christmas this year, which is a really a good sign. And uh, most of them uh, were supported and encouraged by their, uh, by their employers. Some employers even uh, pay for their flight ticket, return flight ticket, and some uh, even receive a Christmas bonus from their employers, which yes. is a really uh, good relationship, uh, you know, to 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 us. Absolutely, because you know, essentially, they're part of the family. You know, they they live and and they 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 live for you, with you, cook and and clean. So really, um, that's the least that we should be able to do. Right. And um, in terms of Christmas plans, uh, how did the pandemic affect some of their Christmas plans or so? Um, uh, in the past years, they have to uh, stay in Hong Kong. Um, um, actually, we did a survey with Enrich Hong Kong uh, last year. Uh, we collected around 500, uh, more than 500 uh, responses that uh, the helpers um, they were suffering uh, from um, financial and emotional issues uh, during the pandemic time. Um, more than half of them only slept for four to six hours per day. What? Yes. Yeah, because um, for, for around 40% uh, felt stressed um, about the, their financial situation due to COVID. And uh, they also felt negative about life. True. And 27.6% uh, uh, explained that they have to send more money to their family because of uh, inflation and also because of the job loss at home. And almost 20%, they have to uh, bear greater costs uh, in their daily life, you know, again, thanks to inflation, <laughs> right? And uh, in summary, three in 10 migrant workers were in need of financial and emotional support during uh, uh, the past two years. Yeah, it sounds like the, I mean, the, the pandemic has had a huge impact on so many of us, but really it has really had a big impact on our migrant workers um, and, and the communities because it's not just only the situation they face in Hong Kong, but also the family situation back at home with, like you said, job losses back home. Mm -hmm. So it increases the financial burden on, on our ladies and men that, uh, but most of the time it's a lot of uh, migrant workers are our ladies and that can really have an, an adverse and negative effect on, on their mental health. Uh, we did also previously have um, uh, Lucinda from Enrich uh, come on this show, I think a few weeks ago, and she also talked about the, the, the mental impact mm -hmm. um, that COVID has had on uh, our migrant workers. And it's true because um, it's a lot of, of um, burden and stress on their shoulders, but, you know, exacerbated uh, by COVID. Um, so uh, what else have you observed then in, in Helper's Choice? Did you uh, observe in terms of the, the impact of the pandemic on our uh, migrant workers? 
Um, some of them actually lost their jobs uh, due to uh, COVID-19 because um, because of the lockdown. Some employers, they have to allocate to uh, other countries for work and some uh, may have lost jobs uh, in these cases. And then they have to, they have no choice but have to uh, terminate the helper's contract. Yeah, so we receive a lot of cases, you know, that helpers, they are terminated due to uh, these reasons. Because um, once they get terminated, they only have two weeks to stay in Hong Kong um, to find it. Or oh, is it termination? They have to leave immediately. Uh, no, uh, for, during the pandemic time, uh, the Hong Kong government allows them more time, like more flexi- uh, flexibility to stay in Hong Kong to find another job. That's Oh, yeah, the visa. And then but it ends this coming May. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and how? Uh, what's the flexibility? I mean, because before they had a two-week rule uh, to 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 leave Hong Kong. W- what is the rule now? Um, uh, I heard that like uh, you can uh, apply for up to six months extension. Yeah, yeah extension. Okay. But it is due to it, it's going to end this May. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, that actually is quite stressful to 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 leave a to leave your home in two weeks and then just quickly find a job. Wow. Okay. Um, and I know, uh, you know, what can employers do in this situation then to help uh, our migrant uh, workers? Uh, you mean during the Christmas? Or? Yeah, during the Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the best support that employers can show is their empathy to their helper, right? Um, if possible, uh we will recommend that uh, the employers uh, pay for the return flight ticket if possible and um, uh, give them some um, bonus, Christmas bonus to, as a reward so that they can send more money to uh, their family, to the children uh, at home uh, or buy a better Christmas gift for the families and children. And for those who have to stay in Hong Kong during Christmas, um, we'll appreciate that uh, if employers can include them uh, for a Christmas party or their family celebration, just invite them over, let them have the t- tasty food and share with uh, you know the Christmas joy and maybe prepare a tiny uh, Christmas gift. It doesn't have to be fancy. It could be a small chocolate bars, you know, or film party cakes. You know, imagine that you have to start in Hong Kong where you can, you know, have fun and enjoy yourself. That's going to be Fan Park, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well said, Rachel. Um, and also, uh, so that, those are some great recommendations that you have. Um, how else can we improve uh, our relationships with um, helpers in general? Um, first and most important thing is that you have to know your expectation, right? Um, no, let's say nobody is perfect you're unlikely to find any perfect helper in Hong Kong or in the world, right? So set your expectation is really important. Uh, make sure that you know which skills you're looking for and do the prioritize uh, which skills are more important to you. Are you looking for a good cooker? Are you looking for someone who's able to cook Chinese food or Western food? Uh, should they be experienced in childcare or elderly care? Or should they be a pet lover that they are able to take care of your cats or dogs while you are away from home? Make sure you know what you really want before you're hiring a domestic worker. And second thing is that you should interview several applicants not just one, but several, and understand um, their work experiences and also their personal interests and values. Are they a noisy 
person while you are you know you prefer uh, silence uh, quiet quietness uh, um, in your daily life or would you uh, prefer someone who's more uh, chatty more proactive uh, at the work you know because um, you have to live with this person for you know usually the contract would take around two years you will spend two years time with them and make sure you guys click right and um, also make sure you are transparent and open-minded about the job and the um, daily tasks. You should uh, communicate well with your helper before uh, onboarding. And also before you sign in the contract, um, we will suggest that you invite her to your home, show them around and see uh, where she will uh, live, where she will sleep and where she will cook and introduce her to your family, uh, your children and also your pet and see if they cope well with each other right um, um, but do remember that she cannot work for you before she get a visa for you um, and once she is hired and make sure there's an onboarding process that you make a clear guidelines for them like uh, what you expect them to do in daily life and uh, uh, how you want her to make things done uh, for example, um, do you are you a, a, a vegetarian? Do you uh, eat meat or no meat at all? Uh, is your family member allergic to any uh, certain food ingredient? Um, how often you want her to change your bed sheet or iron your clothing? Just make sure you make it clear for these small details. Absolutely, Rachel. Well said. It's, it comes down to clear communication. And I think that works in any relationships and right. it works very well uh, in an employer-employee relationship. And just saying how you want things to be done, because likely that helper may have had different employers. So they may have, you know, mopped the floor in different ways, depending on how the employer wanted um, the, 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 the floor to be mopped. So if you have a certain way that you want, you know, rather than saying, oh, she's not doing it right or he's not doing it right then you show them and then you know ask them to do it you know that way because I think setting a clear um, uh, communication and, and, and guidelines is much better than you know than letting things uh, fester a little bit and I think a lot of times it comes down to uh, being reasonable as well. I've read horror stories where um, helpers uh, have been threatened to be fired if a toy gets lost um, and you know I, I, I was mentioning this before the program started and it's a bit ridiculous, to be honest. Have yeah, you heard? also a bit dramatic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> let's face it, toys get lost, toys get broken. Um, really, these are not uh, gross misconducts. You know, you, one shouldn't be fired uh, because a toy gets broken. So I'm just put, putting it out there. Have you heard of ridiculous things like that as well, Rachel? Um, not really, but, um, you know, uh, we heard a lot about the food arrangement, though. Um, some helpers are telling us that um, their employers don't really prepare good food to them. Uh, some just prepare cup noodles, you know, oh. or just a bunch of rice with sauce sauce or leftover. And, uh, and that's not nutritious. If you're expecting somebody to work in your household and to look after your elderly and to look after your loved ones, you're going to have to, you know, 
give them a, a, a great meal, give them a food allowance, you know, or, you know, feed them so that they're strong enough to work. True, true. Yeah. So uh, make sure you prepare good food for them, like three meals a day. Uh, make sure there's a bundle for her to eat, you know, not limited amount, you know. Exactly. Yeah, make sure they gain the energy and strength to perform her tasks. Exactly. Wow, this is, I feel very passionate about this topic, Rachel. I'm so glad we we're talking about this. You know, we've got a few minutes before the news. I know you have some heartwarming stories um, from our migrant uh, working um, workers community. Um, what have you got for our listeners this morning? Uh, true. Um, there are some stories we collected from uh, our helpers. And wrote to us that uh, if the friends are here in Hong Kong, we will just meet and do some happy things to enjoy uh, on the day of Christmas. If the family are here, they're going to celebrate together on the Christmas Eve. They go to uh, church at night and they come back and eat together and create happy moments. Mm. Yeah, and I was saying that uh, they will exchange gifts, eat and drink, sing and dance. They might be laughing and crying at the same time because they miss home so much. And Rosie, who's going home this year, saying that she will spend quality time bonding with the family as they as she has been away for three years already. Yeah. And Cherry, also going home this year for Christmas, she said if she's with her family this year, she will give her she will give them the best Christmas she she has never been with them for Christmas for 12 years. Wow, yeah. 12 years away from, yeah. from their family uh, during Christmas. It, that's really tough. Um, some helpers actually prefer to go a little bit after Christmas, like in January. Or Yeah, true. Uh, some of them actually want to save holidays for next year because next year is going to be the year of the children's graduations. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's so sweet, right? That's so sweet. Um, we also have uh, one last... Uh, sad but really touching story from Mary Aim. She said, I want to spend quality time with my family, especially my two grown children, as we lost my husband last year and I could not go home due to COVID. This year I will be going home in December and want to surprise my children. We are still coping and struggling from my husband's loss and I'm still trying my best to be a mother and a father at the same time. Unfortunately, we have been in financial debt as my husband was hospitalized and sadly passed away from cancer. If, even if I don't have enough money, I just want to be with them. It is a big gift for myself. Thanks for including me to be part of the survey. More power and God bless. Advance Merry Christmas to you all and Happy New Year. Oh, God bless. God bless, Marianne. God bless all the helpers that have taken part in your survey. And thank you so much, Rachel, for your sharing. And let's wish everyone, uh, but especially to our lovely uh, migrant, uh, hardworking migrant workers here in Hong Kong, because really they are the backbone um, of, and, and I know uh, it's been said, but really they are the backbone of our community because it's them being here to look after our elderly and to look after our children that many of us are able to work and, and to be able to do many of the things that we do in Hong Kong. So we, we give a big salute to our wonderful helpers. Merry Christmas to you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that's Rachel Cheng from Helpers Choice. Thank you.